This episode is brought to you by AARP. 18 years from tonight, Grant Gill will become a comedy legend when he totally kills it at his improv class's graduation performance. Knees will be slapped. Hilarity will ensue. That's why he's already keeping himself in shape and razor sharp today with wellness tips and tools from AARP to help make sure his health lives as long as he does. Because the younger you are, the more you need AARP. Learn more at aarp.org slash healthy living. You like to watch new stuff, right? Well, go to Hulu and see what's new because Hulu has new stuff all the time. Like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump, where first-class luxury meets world-class drama. A new season of The Kardashians starring The Kardashians, of course. And Grand Cayman, Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set in the tropical Caribbean. It's all new and it's streaming now on Hulu. Welcome back to TV I Say with Ashley Ray. I'm back with another episode. My guest today, the wonderful, amazingly, amazingly talented Imani Hakim, who you know from Mythic Quest, Everybody Hates Chris. She will be joining us later. But at the top of the episode, you know that we always do our watch list. And really, there's only two shows we need to talk about this week. The first one, of course, is The Last of Us. Episode three, season one, everyone was crying. I think all of Twitter was crying about this episode. You had Murray Bartlett, Nick Offerman playing this beautiful couple who ages together and decides to go out on their terms. I mean, it was just a perfect, perfect episode. People are calling it a bottle episode. It's not a bottle episode, though. Uh, it is just focused on this couple sort of as they come to meet the the protagonists of the series, Joel and Ellie. And it's just so well done. So The Last of Us, officially one of my favorite shows, even if it's scary sometimes. And the other show that we all have to talk about is Poker Face on Peacock. Uh, The first four episodes came out and I binged them all immediately, fell in love with the show. I think it is so good. There's new episodes every Friday, like I said, on Peacock. Uh, But I don't think anyone was more excited for the show than my mom. She loved it. She texted me immediately and was like, you have to tell people about Poker Face. You got to have people watch Poker Face. So my mom is here to tell you why she loves it so much. Hi, mom. Hi, Ashley. Hi, everyone. So what do you love about Poker Face? Uh, everything. The actors, the actress. It's just wonderful. It's constantly going. It keeps you thinking. And each episode has a special something to it that just draws you in from the, I can't remember her name. Charlie? Yes. She is so funny. I love her voice. I am not familiar with Orange is the New Black. I had not seen that. So this is kind of my first experience really seeing and getting to know her. Natasha Leon, yeah. She's wonderful. She's very good. Each episode has been so funny. And then I love the way you guys, like you start when she opened the door, I think it's episode three. Yeah. The dog is in the car. <laughs> and she's saying, get out of the car, get out of the car. 
wondering, where did this dot come from? Why? What's with this dot? Yeah. Go back and you realize, oh, she was working at the barbecue pit. Yeah, I love the nonlinear storytelling. I think it's so clever. Uh, and like you said, it's just it makes it fun to watch, even you know, as you piece it all together and who's going to die. Uh, the the lottery episode was the one I really liked, but it was so sad. It was so sad. I was so sad when when I realized what he was going to do. And I was just like, don't tell that scary white man you want. Come on. <laughs> I know. It's like, don't say a word. Just go back. Yeah. Just go back. And then I go, oh, wait, he's not dead. He's going to get his knife and he's going to get the guy and cut his leg or something. But he moved too quick and the guy was like, boom, you're dead. Yeah, he did slice him a little, but yeah, it just... It was just hilarious. It was sad because yeah. it was like, oh my gosh, you know, he was the, you know, a veteran and everything. And the guy's like, all he did was like, put your own papers. <laughs> While he was in the service, you know? Yeah. It was so funny. And then when the, he kind of like put the murder on the truck driver. Yeah, he tried to frame her. Right. <laughs> and he did, really. Yeah, he almost got away with it. What I also like about it is they show how people actually act when they're seeing things, you know, like on YouTube or, or, or Twitter or something like that. You're all standing around the TV. And they're looking, and they see the dr- truck driver grip, get the body, take the body out. <laughs> Remember that part? Yeah. And everybody's like, oh, wait, wait, there she goes. Yeah, there she goes. Yeah. I love the guest actors they've put together. I know you did say that you had one criticism. Benjamin Bratt is in it. Benjamin Bratt, who you said you love him. He plays the the evil villain who is looking for Charlie, who's like, you know, chasing behind. I'm not used to him being a bad guy. Yeah, he plays a bad guy, Cliff Legrand. And you said you didn't like him playing a bad guy. He's gorgeous. And... Uh, but he's a good bad guy, I hope. I think it's going to work out. <laughs> <laughs> it's such a good show. It is just a wonderful group of writers. Rian Johnson, Natasha Leon also uh, wrote an episode, I believe. She helped write on it. Joe Lawson, Chris Downey. It's just so good. And I wish they'd put all the episodes out at once, but I'm kind of happy they're doing a weekly release. Right. Oh, yes. It's such a good mix. How does he know? how people will work together. I wonder how he knows that, you know, when he's picking out who's going to do what part. He's very good at casting. You know, he also did, uh, this is the same guy who did Glass Onion and uh, Knives Out. Yes. No, I do. I love Knives Out. Yeah. So it's by the same guy. Okay. 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 Oh my gosh. I am impressed by the way they put it all together and and everyone just worked together so well. Even the guy from Cheers is in there. Yeah. And the barbecue people. <laughs> oh, I love, yeah, that one was, it's such a good weekly mystery show. A lot of people are saying it's like Columbo and I assume you watch Columbo. Oh, well, it, it's maybe Columbo with on steroids. I don't know. <laughs> Way past Columbo. <laughs> Modern day, maybe? I don't know. I, even your sister loves it, and you know how she is. Yeah. We were talking about it today, back and forth on the phone. <laughs> Every, yeah, it's so good. And it's just, there's so much to talk about, and so many little details you notice where you're like, oh, and that's this, and that's why she does this. Oh. 
Yes. And I'm, I'm sure, like I said, I'm, I'm sure I missed some things where I'm like, you know, how did this happen? How did that happen? Wait a minute. I'm going to go back and just kind of go through it again. I just liked it. It was so good. Your sister said the same thing. She's going to kind of wait and go back yeah, over it on yeah. the weekend. And there will be a new episode out on Friday. So there you go. So she wants to start off with the beginning again and go to the fifth one. <laughs> I mean, I think I read there, there were actually, there are going to be like 10 total. Yeah, there's going to be 10 episodes total, so six more. Oh, I love it. It's just so funny. It, it's a pick-me-up. <laughs> yeah. You know, you know what it kind of, it affected me the way I saw when I saw Pulp Fiction. It's like, <laughs> what? <laughs> Basically a TV Pulp Fiction. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It just, the imagery is so great. I love everything about it. Yeah, the quick lines. Yeah. And her voice. I love her voice. I think there's going to be a murder. <laughs> that's, her, that's her actual voice. That's how she talks at everything. I love her voice. And you can tell she lives in a car. It's like, you need a bath, but you look good. <laughs> <laughs> the, the super glue is hilarious. Yeah, and how it, it's come up in multiple episodes. I really like that. Yeah, I like that too. And she, she's like, here, let me help you with that cut on your leg. <laughs> yeah. Have you heard of this super glue thing? <laughs> I love her raspy voice. Yeah. Some people say that I sound like her when I talk. Really? <laughs> well, you do a little. We both have deep voices, but... <laughs> <laughs> But you heard it here. You gotta go watch Poker Face so they they bring it back for more seasons so they don't cancel it. My mom will get sad if they cancel it. It's so, so good. I want to thank you for joining me, Mom. Thank you. Thank you so much. And up next, we have our special guest, Imani Hakim from Mythic Quest. Everybody hates Chris. We're going to talk about all of it. We we get into all of it. Oh, you know. Maybe we're going to see her on Abbott Elementary. Who knows? Who knows? Even my mom's like, ooh, that's a little, that's a little clip. That sounds good. So stick around. We'll be right back. This episode is brought to you by AARP. 18 years from tonight, Grant Gill will become a comedy legend when he totally kills it at his improv class's graduation performance. Knees will be slapped. Hilarity will ensue. That's why he's already keeping himself in shape and razor sharp today with wellness tips and tools from AARP to help make sure his health lives as long as he does. Because the younger you are, the more you need AARP. Learn more at aarp.org slash healthy living. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. This is TV I Say with Ashley Ray, your go-to podcast for discovering what to watch on TV and getting behind-the-scenes insight from the people who make the shows you love. Today, we have Imani Hakim, who you know from one of my new favorite shows, Mythic Quest, and one of my old favorite shows, Everybody Hates Chris. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. How are you? I'm good. I'm so happy to have you on today, uh, this last season of Mythic Quest. 
it was so much your story. How did it feel to step into the driver's seat? Well, it's so good. I love playing Dana because she represents just this character we haven't had a chance to see on TV before. And so um, seeing the way that she's evolved as a person and a character throughout this series has been so much fun to play with. And, you know, both Rob and Megan are so receptive to our input. So it's been really nice to see like what they've gravitated towards with like a little bit of my um, idea. So it's been really nice to help sort of build her and flush her out. Yeah. And listeners, if you don't watch Mythic Quest, which if you don't, then that means you don't ever listen to me because it was on your homework list so many weeks. I kept saying, go watch the new season. Yeah. Go watch season three. It's so good. Uh, Your character, Dana, she's queer. She has this amazing relationship that's so funny. It's not, you know, I think a lot of people in the queer community, when we get lesbian or women loving women relationships, it's always so depressing or drama. And they're just so delightfully fun together. Just... Yeah, so if, if you're, you got to go watch for that. Oh, uh, what did you. it, when you got the opportunity to do this and you saw who was involved, were you already kind of a big comedy person? Were you, you know, a fan of It's Always Sunny and like the shows Megan has worked on? Yes, yes. I am a comedy fan. Like, you know, comedy provides sort of escapism for all of us. You know, it finds, it provides that humor that we all seek in our lives and, um, I didn't start watching Sunny or Community until after this opportunity came along, but I'm glad I did because both shows are fantastic and Sunny is absolutely ridiculous. But yeah, I remember reading the pilot script for Mythic Quest and it was so different from the show that we have now. It was more in, in the Sunny world, but I just had butterflies reading it. It felt so, it just felt in in alignment and I felt like it was going to do really well and I'm I'm glad because I'm such a fan of the show and I think people the audience that we do have people really enjoy it so I think we're doing a good job yeah (laughs) I kind of would be interested to see a mythic quest that's a little more like it's always sunny where everyone is just very mean to each other (laughs) meaner I would say meaner because people are pretty mean I know everybody's so mean maybe we should do a bottle episode where we're just really heightened, exaggerated versions of our characters. I like that. Uh, I mean, if you can make it happen, if you can make it happen. Ashley, we're going to have to like give you something on the side because I feel like you're a story producer at this point. There we go. Consultant. There we get the credits, you know? We're going to talk more about Mythic Quest because, again, again, I just love what they're doing with your character. We'll we'll get into it, but they're basically like setting your character up as this mini Rob, and I just love it. Mm. Uh, but before that, this is TV I Say. The people want to know, what are you watching? What's on your watch list recently? We just watched the first episode of The Last of Us. Ooh, yeah. Uh, which is really good incredible um, yeah see but shows like that i have to pick and choose because i i'm i'm you know a little scaredy cat and so i can't watch <laughs> it too late at night it has to be before 8 p.m you know <laughs> oh yeah so i love zombie stuff i love scary stuff people told me they were like this is a lot i was like I can handle it, okay? I yeah. got this. It yeah. was midnight last night. I'm watching the second episode, and I screamed for a solid two minutes at one part. Yeah. This, like, monster jumps out, and I just started screaming and screaming and going, this is too much, this is too much. No, yeah, and that's me, and then it affects my sleep, so I have to be very particular about when I watch show, uh, shows of that nature. Um, what else am I watching? 
uh, I really, I haven't started Wednesday yet, but I want it. I want to. Um, I've been more into films. Yeah. Ooh, I mean, films, I will say today the Oscar nominations come out. So I I will on TV Club today. I'll allow a little movie talk. Okay. I'll allow some. Well, can I just <laughs> say what I'm rooting for with yes, the Oscar yes. nominations? Obviously, everything, everywhere, all at once. Absolutely. I hope they sweep. I hope they take it all home because that film was fantastic. So good. It's so good. And then everyone involved just deserves to win. Yeah, I want a sweep. I was so happy to see that all the leads got nominated. I was afraid that they would ignore Stephanie Sue. Yeah. They, you know, didn't give her all the nominations. They were going to Jamie Lee Curtis, who also amazing. But to me, that movie, her character, Stephanie's character is the heart of that movie. Like, I, it's her movie. I was like, she could be nominated for lead almost. Absolutely. Yeah. I but agree. I, yeah. I need them all to win. I need a sweep. Uh, and then, I don't know, I guess I was shocked. I saw that, like, the Top Gun movie got nominated, and I thought that was a joke. <laughs> and well, my you friends know, were like, no, it did. They have, to, they have to surprise us, you know? They have to, like, throw in something that's unassuming. Uh, so when you're on set working on projects, do you like to watch a lot of TV? Are you a big reality TV person, or is it like, I gotta focus? You know? I am a sucker for reality TV. And I don't know what happened. I feel like this just evolved over the more recent years because I wasn't a huge reality person. But, you know, my selling Sunset, selling Tampa, you know. um, Yeah, selling the OC. Selling the OC. That season was crazy. Um, It was really wild. Yeah. (laughs) And, oh, I love, was it Bling Empire? Oh, I love Bling Empire, yes. and I just started Bling Empire New York. Okay, how is it? I haven't oh, started it It's yet. really good. I actually liked it more than the last season of Bling Empire. Okay. And the people, I don't know if it's because they're New Yorkers, but they are so much meaner to each other. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, there's this one woman who just refuses to remember this girl's name, and everyone will be like, oh, I just wanted to say, like, I'm so sorry about Tiffany. And she's like, who's Tiffany? Oh. And they're like, you literally just talked to Tiffany 20 minutes ago. And she's like, I've never met that woman in my life. She's just a Mariah Carey, you know, like, yeah, she's, she's like, like I have no idea. And they're like, she was at your party. She was the one who complained about there being no food. You talked to her for 20 minutes. You posted a whole Instagram post about her. And then she'll be like, oh, now I remember <laughs> Tiffany. <laughs> that's a move, so, though. I love that. I'm yeah. excited to watch it. Uh, and then something that's not so heavy is I, I love a uh, home decor reality series you know oh yeah Yeah. anything I'm a big fan of the ones where it's like oh this like family has eight kids and the dad lost his job so we're coming in and fixing their whole house oh yeah yeah (laughs) I need a sad story with my my house improvement I like it I like it so as we know it is Black History Month uh, we are you know this month celebrating all of the great Black TV history that exists and for me Everybody Hates Chris is right up there. Oh. It's one of those shows that it's, I mean, I've never seen a character so thoroughly loved for a show that people still call him Everybody Hates Chris <laughs> instead of calling him by his full name. Right? That part. That's so funny. <laughs> yeah, he won a Golden Globe and they were like, Everybody Hates Chris won a Golden Globe. That's our boy. <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, and obviously you were a stellar part of that show. How did that feel? What was it like, you know, as a kid working on it? Do you think that look back and think like, oh, I knew this was going to be a hit. We were going to be in syndication. I knew it. (laughs) Mm. Well, you know, I was so green when I first 
joined the industry. That was my first gig. So I had no idea. Of course, I had high hopes and blindly thought, yes, this is going to be a hit because I'm just like, everything that I'm going to do is going to be a hit. And that's just the way (laughs) that it goes. You know, it was that confidence. Um, And I... What happened with our show is I feel that it didn't actually take off until after the fact, like after we weren't actively on the air anymore. Once we were in syndication, that's when people sort of started to grab hold of it. And that's when I think it became more of a classic for the culture. So that's been really interesting to watch that journey happen for our show, because back when I was on Twitter, after the show had already ended, people were like, we love everybody, it's Chris. And then my following went up and I was like, what's going on? We've been up there for <laughs> like five years. What you doing? Where you been? Y'all, yeah, you, you know? y'all just got Netflix? Like, yeah, what's going on? What's <laughs> you just started watching? <laughs> but I mean, I love that. That just shows the the longevity of our show and it's a testament to the creators. And I feel like we were kind of like ahead of our time in a bit, yeah. just being very unapologetically Black and, you know, just... Telling the jokes. I mean, it's a classic. It's a good show. Yeah. And I think, you know, like you said, you were appreciated so much later. I think that's something we see with Black TV shows, Black artists, just, you know, Black actors in TV shows where it takes so much longer for them to get that recognition. You know, we see Shirley Ralph finally getting it. You know, and then just Abbott as a whole is just a celebration of, I feel like, so many people who are these just classic actors for Black people. We're like, oh, my gosh, yeah, oh, this actor, we've seen them in this. They were in Sister Sister years ago. And then Abbott is the celebration. So obviously I want to know if there's any plans for you to to be on Abbott. You know, I feel like Gregory, he could have a play cousin or something. Like, what's what's the deal? (laughs) I mean, honestly— we need to make it happen. Maybe I'll just slide into Tyler's DMs and be like, hey, you know, uh, it would be really cool. I mean, that's how he got on the show. He slid into Quincy's DMs. Oh, nice. See, I love, I love to hear those stories. Um, I I don't know of any plan of that happening, but we're going to put it out into the universe and hopefully it just, it just comes to me. We're making it happen. TV (laughs) club, we, we have a new assignment. We're going to make this happen. A little, just everybody hates Chris reunion on Abbott. Everybody. Oh, that would be amazing. Come on. Uh, Do you watch Abbott? I watched the first few episodes and it's very good. It's a great show. It's It's really nice because I was was a fan of Quinta before all of this and uh, before Abbott. And it's, it's just, it's, you know, watching the trajectory of her career and watching her just take her career in her own hands, you know, and creating those opportunities for the rest of us that have been in this industry for so long and to see Abbott get praised. I feel like it's a win for all of us. And it's nice to also see a show that we've recognized for so long and, you know, with people that look like us, you know, The Office was such a huge hit, but now we have something very similar in tone, but it's just all black and brown faces. And I just, I I love that so much. And I hope they go on for as long as they want, because, you know, we deserve it. Nine season, 10 season. Yeah, they deserve it. It It's just such a good, good show. Yeah. Uh, Growing up, what were the shows that, like, inspired you? Was there a show that made you go, I want to do that. I want to be on TV. For sure. That's O' Raven was one of them. Oh, yeah. It's a, (sighs) That's O' Raven, 
there would never be another That's So Raven. And I never. will, you guys can come at me. I don't know what the Disney shows are giving these days, but That's So Raven was also just like a classic. Yes. Um, and, uh, and I was just like, she, her physical comedy, her comedy abilities in That's general. That's exactly what I was going to say. Raven Simone is one of the best physical comedians. And people, they don't they don't give her that credit because I guess she did it on Disney. But you watch that show. She's hilarious. Yes. And I think it could it stands next to and up there with all the other people. Like what Martin was doing. Uh, oh, yeah. Raven was doing the same thing from, you know, like just bringing that comedy to playing so many different funny characters within the show. She's very, amazing. She's very good. So she yeah. she needs did, to get her flowers. So I'm giving them to them. Yeah. Just, yeah. Did you see recently she was like, everybody's been pronouncing my name wrong. Yes. And it's actually Raven Simone. Yeah. I, I was did. like, you're lying. <laughs> I did. And I was like, well, why didn't you say anything? But I also, I'm guilty for letting people call me Amani and my name is Imani. Ah, I know. And I'm Imani. like, yeah, Imani. I'm going to say it right. We're going to redo Thank it. Thank you. Okay. Well, I don't I don't recall you saying my name incorrectly. Maybe I did say it right. Maybe. <laughs> maybe. Naturally, naturally, you knew. We were... I'm just... I always just assume I did it however I heard it in interviews. Yes. So. Yes. You know what? That is my... Just side note. I'm working on, you know, correcting people in real time. You know? Yeah. Yeah. That's difficult. And I can imagine Raven on the Disney lot and everybody's like little Raven Simone or, you know, on the Cosby lot. And she was just like, I'm just going to go with it. Yeah. It became her brand after a while. But it's like, it's the same thing. Just sidetrack. Rihanna. Her name is Rihanna. Yeah, Rihanna. (laughs) And she just is like, whatever. Yes. Yes. Okay. So anyway, back to what (laughs) the question at hand. I also loved uh, the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Yeah. So good. Um, honestly, I was a huge fan of Boy Meets World as well. Like, I, I feel that we didn't really get to see, me personally, I, I didn't really see a lot of shows that I latched on to of, like, a, a child actor the, where the, the lead is a child and you then you get to watch them and you're just so hooked from beginning to end. And I, Boy Meets World was one of those shows where I, I loved it all the way through. I It's one of my yeah. comfort shows that I go and rewatch. It's just so good. It's very well done. Yeah, it's so good. If it's on, I'm just like, yeah, I'm going to sit down and watch it. Like it to this day, the episodes, they all still hit. I, I get just as emotional watching Sean like almost join a call as I did when I was like 12 years old. Yeah. <laughs> like, wow, that show got deep. It did. <laughs> it got like they threw Sean into some scary situations. They, they just never let him be happy and comfortable. It was. <laughs> I know. So good. Yeah. Were there any other shows that you just, you know, really kind of loved growing up or that that, you know, shaped your your view on on what TV should look like? Or were there shows that made you go, you know, someday I want to make a show like this or be in a show like this? As I I got older and once I started really tapping into more the creative side of things and not just looking at the acting side, Shonda Rhimes, whatever she was doing, was very important. So I was a huge Scandal fan, How to Get yes. Away with Murder. Um, and I really love what Euphoria is doing right now. Um, I, I know that that show is compared to different versions of like Degrassi and all this stuff. But I think yeah. from a artistic lens of just the way that it's visually shot, I love that because they're they're able to capture the essence of what the what the characters are feeling 
Yeah. With the influences, you know. Even if the situations are incredibly intense and out there for teenagers, yes. it's like it's still that teen feeling of wanting to be accepted or loved or wanted mm-hmm. or, you know, thinking you're not enough for your partners. It's I love it. I think it's great performances. So, yeah. I'm not, you know, I don't know. I think the Degrassi comparisons aren't it, it just makes it shallower than what the show really is trying to do I guess it's like it's not just a teen drama for sure I think Euphoria does a really great job at making it a cinematic experience um and yeah I think they're just doing a really great job over there uh with the show and I I it deserves all the praise that it gets because to your point even though there's been shows before that feel very similar, I think they are able to kind of pave out their own way and, you know, stand out. So I'm a fan of that show as well. Yes. Uh, Let's take a quick break and come back with more Imani. Yay! And and more Mythic Quest. And what's next for her? This episode is brought to you by AARP. 18 years from tonight. Grant Gill will become a comedy legend when he totally kills it at his improv class's graduation performance. Knees will be slapped. Hilarity will ensue. That's why he's already keeping himself in shape and razor sharp today with wellness tips and tools from AARP to help make sure his health lives as long as he does. Because the younger you are, the more you need AARP. Learn more at aarp.org healthy living. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. We're back. So I'm always curious, obviously, being a child actor, being on screen, seeing behind the scenes, does it kind of ruin the magic of TV for you growing up? Were you like, yeah, I've, I've been there. <laughs> it's so it's so interesting to, to even talk to people who are really have no connection to the industry at all, because there's just this very skewed view of what it is. And, I, and I'm like, oh, that is that is not that is not it. I'm sorry to break it to you. It's not it. And so I hate to be that guy where I'm like, here's a reality check. You know, it's not like you just go out there and you're able to book a gig and all of a sudden you're making tons of money and all of a sudden like you're famous and rich and all these things because people look at Everybody Hates Chris and they view us as like being famous. Like I go back home and people are like, you're famous. And I'm like, I'm not famous, you know, <laughs> like, yeah, I'm known to some, but fame is on a different level. But yeah, it's really interesting just to see yeah. the different perspectives of how it's being perceived. And, uh, and you and Tyler, I mean, you both, I think, just did a wonderfully excellent transition from child actor to adult actors. That isn't always so easy yeah. or possible in Hollywood. You know, what was that like? Yeah, well, a lot of growing pains, you know, um, and you're right. It isn't it isn't necessarily easy. And you just want to make sure you have a good community and tribe and just uh, it sounds cliche, but ground yourself because it's very easy to get lost in the sauce 
in multiple ways. And um, yeah, I'm grateful for my transition. It wasn't, it was definitely a, a journey and a, a a path of discovery of how, because I look so young and, and yeah. like, I'm, I'm feeling like a woman, but I look like a baby. And so like, how do I you know, implement that into the roles that I want to play. And so it's it's really, I'm learning a lot. You know, you're learning a lot about your your brand and your desire and like the roles that you want to play in front of the camera and behind. And I'm sure yeah. Tyler could probably attest to this too, you know. Um, and yeah, it's just, uh, it's a lot of growing pains. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, also, like you said, the show got famous later. You're a... a- a, I want to say a baby, <laughs> like yeah. a little baby in the show. It gets famous later. Now you're an adult. You know, you're working on Mythic Quest, which is very different in tone from Everybody Hates Chris. Oh. Uh, you know, have you kind of seen maybe that confusion of people being like, you were the little bit girl. What, what, and now you're on Mythic Quest. Mm. Like, I haven't really you know. seen the confusion, but I know people have connected the dots. What I think is really nice is that I think maybe a lot of our audience don't even realize that I was on a show before. <laughs> um, I think they're new to who I am. So I like that. Yeah. Because sometimes, you know, when you've had fans for a long time, they just, there's Tanya. And, you know, um, there I, there's been a few people who DM'd me or I've seen online that I just connected the dots that this is Tanya from Everybody Hates Chris. But yeah. I think majority, people don't know. But yeah, there was a trending tweet that was like, did y'all realize yeah. that the, the little girl from Everybody Hates Chris is playing a lesbian? Yes. Which, you know. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, y'all, for like three seasons yeah. now. Yes. <laughs> for like a while. Yes. Yeah. But I like when they don't know who I am beforehand. Working on Mythic Quest, I... Obviously, I, I feel like it's a very diverse cast, amazing show. Danny Pudi, uh, Naomi Ekparajan, who is so, so good. Very diverse cast. But I think a lot of the people who follow Rob to this project, I mean, it's always sunny. This is very, like, white audience for those shows. So, you know, everybody, very different audiences. Very different. Very different kinds of comedy. Uh, what kind of was it like working with Rob, who... I can never say his last name. I'm going to be real about it. Rob McElhaney. Mike. Oh, God. McElhaney. McElhaney. Yeah. Rob McElhaney. As I said so professionally and correctly the first time. (laughs) He It's okay. Uh, He understands. Because, you know, on It's Always Sunny, he is just so funny. He seems so dedicated. Everybody always talks about him, like, gaining all the weight to play Fat Mac and then losing all of it. You know, does he bring that kind of intensity to the Mythic Quest set? Uh, in, a, in his own way, yes. He's he's He loves um, he loves shaking it up. And, what, and it's worked for me because I changed my hair a lot and so he loved it he was like that's so cool like <laughs> that could be it's a story in, his, in itself because he's you know he gained like you said he gained weight just to shake up the show and then just yeah. to lose it and so he thinks it's really he loves the dedication of just like switching up and surprising people so um he learned he learned a bit about black hair in the third season. He was like, "You change your hair every episode," and I was like, "Yeah, <laughs> you know that's that's yeah. the reality. That's what I do. That's uh, what we do." He's yeah, learning. <laughs> but um, yeah, he's he's uh, he's committed and he he's always open to like 
uh, how how we can meet him there as well. Yeah, and I know he uses a lot of improv on It's Always Sunny. Is that part of Mythic Quest? Are you are you you know kind of up against him with some improv stuff? You had so many one on one scenes this last season. <laughs> yes, we did, and yeah, we we definitely improv on Mythic Quest as well. They're they're just open to what flavor you bring, you know, because there are certain things that you just can't write, you know. Um, and so we're able to capture those certain nuances that are improvised that just, you know, lend to the character that's already being formed. But yeah, we have yeah. fun improvising. Yeah, there's a scene, I think it's like uh, maybe episode three, but you two are in a car together and mm-hmm. it's kind of when he realizes that he really likes you and he's like, you're just like me. Oh, that's what I would do. That's what I would say. Yeah. And you two have so much chemistry. You just bounce off of each other. I don't, it's like, to me, it felt like the new like Ron Swanson, April Lovegate relationship. I was <gasps> like, I need this mentor pairing. Oh, yeah, thank you. And that was so much fun too. And yeah, a lot of that was improvised. Yeah. yeah. Did you do Did you take improv classes? Did you do comedy or? No. Uh, I did. You're like, no, I just was on Everybody Hates Chris. No. Like, Chris no. Rock personally. For <laughs> taught me real. How to be For real. I was so intimidated when the Mythic Quest opportunity came along because I was like, I haven't even touched comedy since I was a child. Wow. Everybody Hates Chris was the last time I had done comedy if you look at my resume it's all been like drama 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 and so I was like oh god and then (laughs) you know everybody on the show a lot of people really have been in some comedic troupe and had studied at the groundlings and something like they have some a lot of background and so um with me I have taken improv after the fact because I like I want to be able to have that muscle if I need to. Um, but I did not have that background beforehand. And um, I would say I'm the least experienced in that world, but I'm learning, I learned so much by just being, uh, by being in a scene with them, you know, and it yeah. helps, keeps, keeps me on my toes. Yeah, I, I'm always telling people it's one of the best comedy ensembles out right now. Mm-hmm. It's just the every scene, it's just like bounce, bounce. bounce. Like every joke hits, like the, no one is losing energy. Thank you. And yeah, you have amazing comedians like Naomi. And, you know, I feel like this last season, her role also really grew into a whole new thing. Like she kind of started as a minor character mm-hmm. and we see more of it just fleshing out. Uh, so for Dana, was it always kind of the plan to focus on her this way or to have her in this relationship? Or did it just kind of grow organically from, you know, your character's energy? I feel like maybe this was an idea that they were toying with earlier on. Uh, but what really, I think what they really leaned on, leaned into with Dana is there was a scene in season two uh, where Poppy's pulled over by the side of the road. Do you remember yeah. the scene? <laughs> and then I have to come pick her up and Rachel and Ian are there. Uh And I improvise screaming back at Poppy when she says, where's my barbecue sauce? And I'm like, it's in a cup holder. And they were like, "Okay, we love that because no one else. Poppy's able to dish it, but she's not really able to, like, take it. So they've really leaned into Dana not giving. She doesn't care. Like, you know, she's like, I could be sassy back with you. And so um, they've taken that and just, you know, like really nurtured that side of Dana and also, uh, Knowing how dedicated and passionate Dana is and how that aligns with with Ian. It's just been like a whole collaboration yeah. of how we can like better make this character a full-fledged person. And 
Um, it just happened organically. I love that because, again, Dana and Poppy, such a great relationship season three, the way that Poppy, you can tell, resents her. Yes. <laughs> for her, for Dana's ability to just, like, get things and understand Ian and, you know, have these ideas and see exciting things to to use with, uh, what, sandbox, play, playbox? Uh, playpen. Playpen, yeah. yes. Dana's truly the best <laughs> of both worlds. You know, she has the ability to code and, you know, whip up whatever she needs. It might not be that great all the time, but she has the ability to do so. And then she's also a visionary like I am. So she's, you know, they're hating on her. They they hate to see it, but she's good. (laughs) They hate to see it. They really do. Uh, I love all the times Poppy tries to come for her this season. Dana's just like, no, No. we're not playing this game. (laughs) Yes, I love that Dana had the confidence to be like, I don't like you. Yeah. It's like, you're my boss and I don't like you. Like, okay, Dana, where'd you get that confidence from? Uh, you're so funny. I can't believe this was like your first return to comedy since everybody. You're like, you're just right there with them. Like, Thank you're, you. I would have thought you did stand up while you were like, I don't know, 12 years old or something. Thank you. <laughs> like, you Thank were you. just leaving the Everybody Hates Chris set and hitting some open mics. Like. Thank you. I, I will receive that compliment. Thank you. <laughs> so, Obviously, Mythic Quest, uh, the finale is already aired. Go watch it on Apple TV. You can go watch the whole season. Uh, we haven't heard anything about a fourth season, have you? Uh, I, I mean, I think we're coming back. I don't know when. I'm in. I'm so excited to come back, but uh, I, I think we are. That's what they okay, said. Yeah. It's somewhere online. Well, I'm going to call it a TVSA exclusive. It's probably coming back. Yeah, it's probably I mean, coming back, yes. Underline the problem. There you go. You got it. Prob- I mean, I can't see why it wouldn't. I feel like it's one of Apple TV's, like, biggest hits. And, you know, I, I know Ted, Ted Lasso is a comedy, but, I mean, that's a show that makes me cry. Mythic Quest <laughs> is just a pure comedy. It makes you laugh. Yes. It makes you cry sometimes. When, sometimes. That's yeah, true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yes, I'm a huge fan and we deserve all the seasons. That's true. It is like they always save that one flashback episode that's like, here we go. Let's get everybody sad. Yes, yes. It's my favorite. Yeah. Yeah. You're just like, oh, everybody's so mean. Video games. And then you're like, oh, great. I'm going to sob about these two old men. Yes. (laughs) Why don't we do that? It's chaotic. Uh, It's so, so good. Uh, But what else do you have coming up? What are you excited about? Well, I'm excited about season four once we know when that's happening. And I am also a producer, director, and I'm currently... Okay, triple threat. Yeah. (laughs) And so I'm in the process of developing a feature film right now. And um, so, you know, it's like so early, but, you know, these things take time. But I'm excited because I'm learning a lot about... Um, building story and building the world. And uh, so just look out for me stepping in and wearing multiple hats in the future. That's so exciting. I I can't wait to hear more about this movie. We won't be able to talk about it here on this podcast because in you know, TV, but but when it's when it's available, go watch it. <laughs> go go out, go and see it. Yes. Uh, where can the people follow you? I mean, I'm sure after every everybody hates Chris, everybody started following you on Twitter and stuff. Uh, but where should they follow you to to keep updated on your projects? All of my Brazilian fans are <laughs> on online. Um, I am on Instagram and TikTok. Uh, and okay. yeah, okay. Uh, right. I try. I'm like, wow, 
yeah. And I'm like, <laughs> like, yes, anyone younger than me is on yeah. TikTok. That's I, just what people you do. You know, I was against it for so long and then I got sucked in and I'm like, I love this app so much. I'm trying. I'm trying. I know. I don't post very often, but uh, I can scroll. I can scroll. Um, but I'm on both of those uh, platforms as Imani Hakim. There you go. Go follow. And like I said, go watch. Everybody... <laughs> That go too. watch Everybody Hates Chris. That's that not too. what I was going to say. <laughs> that too. Give me, give me But do residuals. go watch. Get those residuals. Yeah. Yes. Get the residuals. Go watch it on cable. Go watch it on Pluto TV. There's actually, I found out over the weekend, a whole channel that just plays Everybody Hates Chris on Pluto TV all day. Like, that's all it plays. On repeat every single episode. <laughs> it's just like the Everybody Hates Chris channel. <laughs> so. Wow. Okay. Download Pluto TV and go enjoy that. But more importantly, go watch Mythic Quest Season 3. Imani, Hakim, you are so incredible in it. Thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you. Thank you. This is wonderful. Uh, What a great episode. I want to thank my wonderful guest today, Imani Hakim, my wonderful mom. Uh, Go watch Poker Face. She really, really needs you to go watch it. Let me give you some homework before we get out of here. Well, that's that's the first on your homework list. Go watch Poker Face. Uh, up next, The Last of Us. Come on, guys. We all love it. I It's truly my favorite Sunday night. We're all watching it together show. So come on. Next up on the list, Extraordinary on Hulu, which is so good. I watched it all in one night. It is about... The, it's it's basically a world where everyone gets powers the second they turn 18, but there are a few people who don't quite get their powers. And this one girl, she's 25, hasn't gotten her powers. She's trying to figure out why. That's the whole premise. It is so funny. Just, I, I can't think of a comedy that just has come out and I watched it all immediately other than Reboot, RIP. It was just canceled. But Extraordinary on Hulu. It is so, so good. Uh, we also have Extreme Sisters on TLC. We also have 90 Day Fiance the Other Way, which I will be covering on the TV I Say Patreon. So, you know, if you need to get your trash TV in, we got all of that. Also, Below Deck, Below Deck Adventure, which has still been boring to me, but I'm still watching it. Still watching Below Deck Adventure. I, I think it'll get better. I hope so. <laughs> and then last on your homework list, I need you to go catch up on you. All the all the old ones. If you haven't watched it yet, if it's been a while, go catch up on you. And then you'll be ready for the fourth season premiere, which features Lucas Cage, some of my favorite people. I am so excited to see Joe in France. So that's what I'm going to be re-watching. So I'm, I'm good and I'm ready for the new episodes. So that's your homework. Again, I want to thank all my guests. And hey, you know, if you want to keep the conversation going, come find me on Twitter, TV I Say. Send me your thoughts. You know, if you want to send me a, a voice memo of, of your TV thoughts, your TV opinions, go ahead and follow me on Instagram, Twitter. Send me a voice memo. Let me know what you're thinking because I, you know I love to hear what you think. Go check out the newsletter, comment. Let me know what you think of the Paul T. Goldman piece or Fleischman is in trouble. We got that one up there. Uh, so, yeah, that's all I got for you. We'll be back next week for another episode. TV I say with Ashley Ray another episode
episode, another episode. TV I Say with Ashley Ray is an Earwolf production made by me, Ashley Ray Harris. It's engineered by Abby Aguilar and produced by Amelia Chapelo. And our original theme song is by Rafia. It means so much to me if you go rate, review, subscribe, follow TV I Say. Let us know what you think and tell your friends. Share with your golden girls. Tell your boys. If you love my TV recommendations, let everyone you know know. For special TV club members, join my Patreon. And you can also find my full archive ad-free episodes of TV I Say over on Stitcher Premium. Use promo code TV I Say, all one word, for a one-month free trial at stitcher.com slash premium. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today.